Hello and welcome to the Top Order Podcast. It's the Cricket World Cup. It's day 15. It's India versus Bangladesh. We'll have all that coming up right after this. Raj, Virat Kohli. He bats. He bowls. He can count to 100. He's pretty good, isn't he? He is. There's is, is nothing better than waking up to someone scoring a blistering century. And when it's Virat Kohli, I reckon Virat Kohli in free flight is the best show in the cricketing world right now. Um, I'm not sure how much of, of, of the innings you, you saw, the, but we'll just focus on his batting for now rather than his bowling talents. Um, <laughs> as soon as he sort of played that on drive, on the ground, out of the middle, off the off the free hit, I was like... I'm, we're about to see something special here, um, and he just he he delivered. He was he completely timed that chase beautifully. Uh, you know, there's something I want to talk about in terms of KL Rahul backing off to allow him to score the hundred in the Bangladesh. He's trying to throw the ball down the leg side to finish the game on a wide. You know, but um, he he was uh, it was a masterclass from him. Very very well done. You mentioned it there. Why don't, why don't we get into it? Because I, I think, you know, the, the dominance, I guess, of India's win, and, and we'll come back to the start of the game because they, they did, you know, every game we sort of talk about how there's some wobbles for, for each each side, and, and there was some wobbles for India for some nervy moments at the start of that game. But, yeah, the dominance of India's win, the big talking point is now Virat Kohli had, was on 81 with 19 to go, and he managed to perfectly time and get his 100. Uh, my point of view is that's fine, isn't that fine? They were they were winning the game. Why not these? I I, I actually don't care. Like if these guys want to get hundreds, good on them. He deserved that. He's he played in awesome innings. What's the problem? Yeah, look, I mean, I don't have a massive problem on it. I'm not going to go and you know fall on a hill based on on this argument. But um, yeah, I I think that you just need to play the the game. At the end of the day, is a team game. Individual milestones come second for me. Um, you know, he scored 47 other hundreds, you know, adding one more, <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to add to his, his, his legacy. Um, and, you know, this probably won't matter for so much here, but obviously run rate, run rate is going to be a big deciding factor for the World Cup in general. Maybe not so much for India, but uh, yeah, I think they should have probably just been going, going towards the end to, to finish that off strong. Fair enough, fair enough. So, so let's go back to the, uh, the start of the game. We, uh, Bangladesh batting first. Made a made a very cautious start. A few a few um, first five overs. I think they were only on ten. There, you know, it's been an approach from a few different teams. Very. We talked yesterday, me and Baldy, about how New Zealand have sort of like balanced that approach where they uh, go hard or they just try and maintain wickets in that first ten overs and, and build that platform. Bangladesh did that quite nicely. They were they you know India's Siraj and Bumrah. Started off really well, but then they sort of got through that and started to to pick up some momentum. Ninety for none after the first fourteen overs, and then it all just sort of fell apart for Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of teams, uh, you know, we've seen throughout this World Cup against you know against in, in all the sort of fixtures that we've seen have started really well and have executed really well through that first ten. Uh, 15 overs, uh, and Bangladesh did the same here. They they came out, uh, they were respectful to the good balls and, and put away the bad ones. Uh, you can't ask for more than that as a you know middle order, lower order, that your your uh, openers go out there and do a, a really good job. Um, 
I was particularly impressed with uh, Tanzan Hassan. I haven't seen much of, of him, and he just looked in complete control until he got bamboozled by by the spin there. Uh, how did you make? Uh, what did you make of the the change to the to the spin bowling and how that impacted the game? Oh, it was huge, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, you mentioned Tanzid. He sort of reminded me of, of Ratchin, actually, a little bit when um, when he was playing those shots through the through the offside and and sort of yeah, um, he hit a cup, hit a six over. Uh, or hit a four over mid uh, mid off, and then hit a six over you know over mid off as well. Yeah, kind of that free flowing. Maybe it's just the left handed, and maybe I'm um, you know new you know you new young player left handed. But yeah, really free flowing through that offside, and um, yeah, very impressed with him. He played a nice innings in, in one of the warm up games as well, and they've they've kind of stuck with him. I know obviously a bit of controversy around you know Tamim not being there for for Bangladesh, but yeah, I mean as you sort of saw that. Uh, they started getting it stuck into Takua in his first over. Hardik Pandya's injury, you know, goes off the field, and you're sort of thinking, okay, it's time for the time for the spinners. And and Kuldeep came on, and and when he came on, it was quite clear that Bangladesh were they didn't want to let him settle. They were going at him. They didn't manage to get a boundary in that first over, but they were trying to hit boundaries. They were work, you know, trying to play different shots. And yeah, they they go to drinks there at, at ninety for none and. You know, you think, okay, maybe Bangladesh can put up a score here and, and challenge. But yeah, Ravi Jadeja, Kuldeep Yadav. I mean, we, we've been big upping the New Zealand spin attack throughout this tournament. You know, with with throwing Ratchin and, and Glenn Phillips in there, sort of a bit of tongue in cheek. But you know, Kuldeep and, and Ravi Jadeja, the way they're able to, I think, bounce off each other is really nicely. Kuldeep's obviously a bit more attacking, but Ravi Jadeja. It's just so difficult to get away when he's on song and, and then starts to spin the ball as well. And yeah, when he picked up wickets, it, it, you know, it started to chip away at that Bangladesh innings really quickly and then made it hard for them to accelerate. It definitely felt like through that middle stages would have been a great platform for the likes of of, of Shakib and and Mushfiqur Raham Shakib, obviously injured um, and left out of the side for for this game. I'm unsure why Mushfiqurahim was batting at seven. I haven't read as to why that was, yeah, but bizarre. it seems like a bit of a missed opportunity because we talked to, when we talked about Bangladesh in the in the preview. One of their sort of big criticisms during the Asia Cup was that they struggled to to start innings. They struggled to build a platform at the start of the innings, but they actually architected a really good start. If the middle order had stood up, um, or they had the the players with the you know the ilk of Mushfiqurahim or Shakib Al Hassan coming in. You know, at that fall of the first second wicket, this could have been a very different story if they had had wickets going into the you know the thirtieth over uh, with a platform. Absolutely, absolutely, and um, I, I think it. Um, I think we probably should highlight a lot of India's positives. I mean, you know, we've talked a lot about middle order, middle orders. It's Baldi's favourite topic: middle orders. You know, failing in this World Cup, and and you spot on that, that Bangladesh. You know, did it again. They they had the platform there to go, and it just didn't didn't work out for them. A couple of things I wanted to highlight from from India's performance with the ball was one one was their fielding. Couple of you know really really good catches. Kale Rahul down the leg side. Ravi Jadeja again, sort of in the action. He sort of can't keep him out of it. He you know dives away and takes a, a good one at at point. I saw in the when they were showing in the New Zealand game uh, the day before the catching efficiency and in, in India right up the top there. I, I, Rohit Sharma talked about after the the game. He talked about how they're giving you know personal awards in their dressing room for you know best fielders and um, you know all the MVP sort of fielding stuff. 
it's been a real feature of what India's done so far in this World Cup, and it's been very impressive from my point of view. Yeah, that, that take by Kale Rahul down the leg side was a, an important one for the way the match was sort of balanced at the time. Um, it was... It was um, it was a great catch down the leg side. So we should ask Binksy about it. I'm sure he would have been very excited about it, especially when the uh, there is a bit of debate around who should be playing in that wicketkeeping role for India uh, at the moment. So he, he did a great job catching down the leg side. Um, I did. We when we have talked about India before. Uh, one of the the major one of the weaknesses. I won't use the word major. One of the weaknesses that India have is is Shadul Thakur's role uh, within the Indian setup there, and with the Hardik Pandya injury there, which we'll come back to, um, he actually stood up and, and was counted when he needed to be with the ball. Yeah, look, he did a good job, and you know, I'd said he got he got targeted in that first over, and he actually, you know, it could have gone it, at that point. It looked like it could have gone south for him. You know, it started to get on. Yeah, you know, Bangladesh starting to get on top, but you know, it's sort of always the, the you bowl the first over, and if it goes for some, that second over is the key one because if that then goes for another ten or something, then that bowler is is right on the back foot. There, the captain's going, okay, you got to take him off. But Shadul came back, bowled a nice over, and then Kuldeep gets the wicket, and and suddenly, you know, you can you can keep him going there, and and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Hardik's uh, injury, you know, we mentioned it a little bit before. Uh, he's someone that, uh, you know, not he's not irreplaceable in this Indian side. I think a lot of people actually will say that. I, I don't personally think it's that drastic because they do have quite a few options. But he's someone that is a genuine all-rounder. And if he's not there, then they're going to have to think about what they do. And I, and I do wonder if it means that they might go with more specialists, batting and bowling, and and. Sh- you know, maybe Shardul misses out in that scenario. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, what do you what do you think? Yeah, you know, he he is he. I think he will have a massive impact just on the balance of India's side. Uh, if he if he doesn't play, they have to either bat Shardul at at seven or or have an have an extra batsman in, in the side, and that that throws things off. And if they have that extra batsman, then you've obviously only got five bowlers to bowl. 10 overs there and, and it gets a little bit um, if someone starts to go it, it becomes, you just run out of options as a, as a captain or maybe you know now that Virat Kohli's come back to the bowling crease he'll be a, be an option for, for Rohit but yeah it just having the balance of Hardik Pandya in the side being able to I'm, I'm going to use the word carry but I don't think that's fair to Shadul Takur but to be able to carry Shadul Takur to be able to bat at 8 and bowl uh, whatever's required is a massive massive um advantage for the Indians. Australia have the similar similar issue, right, with Cummins maybe having to bat at seven in some some lineups or some uh, strategies that they play is actually a weakness for them. So he is a big deal uh, for India. I don't think it looks too serious. Um, you know, he landed on the back of his, or on his ankle or under underneath his, his bum there, but he looked like he was going forward rather than down. So Hopefully he will be okay for the the next game against New Zealand on Sunday or the uh, one after. Yeah, they um, Rohit said after the game that he didn't think it was too serious. So yeah, who knows how long that means he might be out for, or or if he's out at all. I, I do think that um, you know potentially, uh, potentially in a way against New Zealand in particular. I, I think New Zealand would have been would look at that bowling attack and definitely they'd be targeting Takur and and Hardik as kind of the the fifth bowler that we can sort of attack that's New Zealand's MO has always been you know let's look for where we can exploit things and and try and get the most off them 
And the hardest injury in a way, the, with the way that this batting lineup is going, maybe they decide, okay, well, we'll replace Hardik with a specialist batter and we'll go with, you know, Sky or Ishan Kishan or whoever. And we'll replace, to, to offset that, we replaced Shadal Takur with Muhammad Shami or, you know, Ashwin or, or whoever they want to, you know, based on, on pitch conditions and go with five specialist bowlers. And then you've got no weakness in your bowlers. And, and I think you back all of those five bowlers to, to bowl really well. So who knows it, that that might all play out. But yeah, that, as you mentioned, it was, how good was it to see Virat at the, at the bowling crease? And I mean, we, we've talked a lot about crowds in this World Cup and sort of at various points about how disappointing they've been and, and you know, the lack of atmosphere. But the, the way that they erupted when Virat, you know, came to the crease was, was, was really, really cool. No, it was, it was, it got the crowd into the game definitely uh, with that massive crowd pop with uh, Virat Kohli coming to the crease. I'm not sure it's something that we'll see a lot of going forward uh, as part of his, his career and his legacy uh, in, in our Hall of Fames. But um, yeah, it was good to see. Uh, it's actually been really good to see the crowd numbers tick up after the first couple of weeks or week and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we should talk about India's batting now. You know, that's... That's where things, I guess, probably get exciting for you, for India, uh, you know, from an Indian fan point of view. But but also uh, from a neutral point of view, it almost became a bit of a procession. It was quite clear that 250-odd wasn't going to be enough. You know, Rohit Sharma blasts the second ball straight through the covers, flashes the fifth ball through point for four. Shubman Gill hits his first ball for four. You know that that Indian batting lineup they're, they're just looking amazing at the moment and, and you know got off to another great start in this game yeah it, it is kind of frightening how much form they seem to be in all across that top five in particular uh, even you've got Kale Rahul coming out and, and playing sort of cameo 30 40s uh, in the last few games uh, looks immense as well with with the bat um, you have no doubt that even if Virat Kohli did not go ahead and score that hundred, the likes of Jadeja would have come out, come in and, and finished it off, no no issues. So, um, yeah, everyone looks in form. Sharma, Gil, Kohli, Aya, Rahul. I don't know. I don't know where the weakness is in that batting lineup, um, but hopefully, uh, New Zealand can find it. <laughs> yeah, look, I've got I've got some numbers on those guys because, uh, yeah, I, I I had the exact same thought about. You know, they've all just made such great starts to this tournament. So Rohit, Duck, then he goes 131, 86-48. Gill's only just back, but obviously he's started with a 16 and got 50 today. Treyas Iyer, it feels like so he's not contributed a lot, but after that zero against Australia, he's gone 25 not out, 53 not out, and only gets eight, uh, 19 today. And then Virat, 85, 55, 16, 103 not out, He's, you know, 260 almost from, from four games, averaging 130. And then you mentioned Kale Rahul. He hasn't even been dismissed. He's got 97 not out, you know, 19 not out, 34 not out, 150 runs, and hasn't even been dismissed. So like, you just, yeah, I mean, people keep going. I sort of saw some some stuff on what are India going to do when they're, you know, three down for, for spit or four down for spit. Well, we saw that against Australia. They were three down for nothing, and it worked out completely fine. But how do you get them four down for nothing? Like, it it doesn't seem like that's a real option at the moment. Yeah, I I genuinely don't know what what you're going to do to to combat this this Indian side. I'd actually forgotten about that 97 from KL Rahul, because um, there's just been so many scores in that Indian <laughs> side. Uh, look, 
I don't have an answer for you, Stu. I'm sorry. Uh, we even when they were three for for pretty much none, they were able to pull that out of the fire. I, I actually think the way to beat this Indian side is to make them see the score. Uh, they over the recent years have just been tremendous in chasing, uh, and I feel like this team, this batting lineup, the way they are going, could chase any score that's put in front of them. So, getting getting them to set a score, squeezing them, and, and then chasing it down, I think, is the way to go. Um, yeah, but I, I can't think of a, a weakness for them at the moment. The stats will back you up there too. I did some numbers. So India's yeah four games so far they've batted second, chasing all four of them. You know, one by six wickets with 50 balls in hand, eight wickets with 90 balls in hand, seven wickets with 117 balls in hand, and today seven wickets with 51 balls in in hand. So it's just been a complete procession for them. And, you know, I think we talked a bit about how New Zealand have played sides that that we expected them to beat, aside from from England on paper. India's had it a bit tougher playing a couple of teams where, you know, Pakistan and, and, and Australia, who... You know, have have had their mixed moments in this World Cup, but aside that, people expected to be there at the business end and big games. So, yeah, you know, we 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 were worried. I guess maybe not worried is the right word, but uh, you know, thought wondered how India would go at home and with a bit of pressure and all those fans behind them and would they be behind them or would they be on top of them as as such an Tendulkar put very well in the first game and so far it, it seems like they're right behind them and it's it's pushing them towards real success and yeah it, it leaves us with some exciting games you know we mentioned yesterday some exciting games in this World Cup to come Australia Pakistan tonight England South Africa uh, on Saturday and, and then New Zealand India later on I think on the Sunday in, in Dharamashala so yeah, a couple of big days ahead that, that might have some big implications for, for the rest of this semi-final chase. Yeah, the, the playoff picture will become a little clearer. It'll still be quite blurry probably by, by Sunday um, after the, these two next big matches. Um, I, I, it's an interesting one because, you know, you're looking forward, thinking about what results, where do you want to finish? But at the end of the day, you're, you're tossing up between you know, you don't want to play India, but do you actually want to play England, Australia, South Africa, or Pakistan in a knockout <laughs> match either? So I think it's less less important. Uh, sorry, it's more important that you make the semis rather than you know where you finish in that top four, or who you're playing against, because they're all going to be tough matches. Yeah, and I, and I actually think um, you know you said it, it could be blurry. I think the the way that it's blurry is if. Australia beats Pakistan, and if England beats South Africa, and suddenly all those teams have got two wins. If if Pakistan can beat Australia and South Africa beats England, those two teams are, are you know it's going to be a really really hard road back for them. England's obviously going to bring back Ben Stokes from the sounds of things. Australia's found a bit of form in the last game, but you know Sri Lanka's a side that's been struggling. So yeah, I think massive massive games, particularly for those two sides, Pakistan and, and South Africa will still have time to come back. But those two teams in particular, you know, it's, it's almost must-win territory, I think, for them. Especially because they have to pay, play each other. Um, well, that, that'd be, that's going to be an incredible match. Yeah, let, look, let's, let's hope that they both lose so it's better viewing for us. It'd <laughs> um, be great for the viewers of this podcast, having England versus Australia in a, in a sort of a knockout match uh, during the round robin of this tournament. But yeah, massive games. It's going to be blurry because there has been so many... Um, Results sort of not go the way we expected or have been expected, but look, it's still up for grabs. There's still definitely six teams um, that are, are fighting for a, a playoff spot. 
Awesome. The uh, did we did we talk enough about how good India was? Did we mention Virat Kohli enough? Anything else you want to you want to add before we finish this up and, and let people enjoy the rest of their day? No, I think I think uh, India were just dominant today. Uh, we, we've we've talked about uh, in other games, you know, just outclassing teams in all three facets of the game. India did that today. They were incredible in the field, incredible with the ball, uh, and uh, incredible with with the bat. So. Yeah, another tick in the box for them, and they, they move forward. Can't put it any any better than that, Raj. It's, it's been great joining you this morning. Listeners, it's been great chatting through another game of the Cricket World Cup. We'll be back again tomorrow. Remember, if you're enjoying the show, remember to give us a like and as a subscribe. It does really make a big difference on, on how we get our content out there and things, so it would be a real help for us if you could go ahead and do that right now. I think the button's right in your in your bottom corner or if you're on uh, podcasts you can go and do that quite easily so we thank you very much for for listening once again and and uh, we'll see you all again tomorrow